Motiversity family, it's Marcus Taylor. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Motivation Daily Podcast by Motiversity, one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. If you enjoy listening to Motiversity and this podcast, you need to download the Mindset Daily Motivation app. On it, you'll gain access to thousands of motivational speeches, including Motiversity's and mine. And now, with the new Mindset Alarm feature, you can start each day with purpose, waking up to powerful audios like this one. You may be average, you may be ordinary, but you have the opportunity every single day to make extraordinary decisions. And what you do today will determine your future. To download Mindset, just go to MindsetApp.com or search for Mindset Daily Motivation on the Apple or Google Play Store and listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset now and get ready to transform your life. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Attention, for example, is mediated by unconscious forces. And you know that, you know that perfectly well. You know, if you're sitting down to study, for example, your conscious intent is to study. But you know perfectly well that all sorts of distraction fantasies are going to enter the theater of your imagination nonstop and annoyingly. And, and there isn't really a lot you can do about that except maybe wait it out. You know, so you'll be sitting there reading and your attention will flicker away. You'll think about, I don't know, maybe you want to watch Jane the Virgin on Netflix or something like that, or maybe it's time to have a peanut butter sandwich, or you should get the dust bunnies from un out from underneath the bed, or it's time to go outside and have a cigarette, or maybe it's time for a cup of coffee, or it's like all these subsystems in you that would like something aren't very happy just to sit there while you read this thing that you're actually bored by, and so they pop up and try to take control of your perceptions and your actions non-stop. Maybe you think, well, this is a stupid course anyways. Why do I have to read this damn paper? And what am I doing in university? And what's the point of life? It's like, well, you can really get going if you're trying to avoid doing your homework. And, and, and then you might think, well, what is it in you that's trying to avoid? Because after all, you took the damn course and you told yourself to sit down. Why don't you listen? Well, because you're, you're a mess. 
That's basically why. You haven't got control over yourself at all. I don't know how to start improving my life. Someone might say that. And I would say, well, you're not aiming low enough. Regulate your habits. Try to get up at approximately the same time each morning. I would recommend that you get up approximately when other people get up. So that would be something in the neighborhood of 7.30 or 8 in the morning, or perhaps earlier, perhaps a little bit later. But you want to stabilize that because your your circadian rhythms operate more, uh, what would you call it, fluidly. And your mood is likely to be regulated better if there's islands of stability in your daily routines. Human beings like daily routines, just like dogs like daily routines. And so regulate your sleep. Um, I would say when you get up in the morning, eat breakfast. That's a really important thing to do. I can't tell you how many people I've treated in my clinical practice whose proclivity for emotional instability and depression, anxiety, general hopelessness, um, emotional pain and gloom and doom, as well as capacity to concentrate, were properly regulated or inhibited or reduced by merely ensuring that they ate a, I would say, a protein and fat rich breakfast relatively soon after they wake up. And that's especially true if they're stressed. And as it turns out that if you stress yourself after a fast, which is of course what you've undertaken if you haven't eaten since the night before, that your body produces enough insulin to deplete the sugar in your blood. And then it's very difficult for you to become regulated properly with regards to your metabolism until you sleep again. And so it can be regulating your sleep and your breakfast eating habits in particular can be in a very effective way of regulating your mood and increasing your capacity to concentrate. The other thing I would say is that scheduling your time is also extraordinarily useful. And so I can tell you a little bit about how to use schedules effectively. You should, you should develop a long-term plan. So you have to set up your long-term vision. And then I would say, once you set up that vision so that you know how to orient yourself, then you should start designing your days. And you can do that very effectively with a calendar like Google Calendar. Many people say, well, I, I hate using a schedule and or I hate using a calendar. What you're doing is using the calendar as a t an external tyrant that's telling you what you should do if you were going to be a conventionally good person each day. So you load yourself up with arbitrary responsibilities. But that's not really how you should use a schedule. What you should use a schedule to do is to design the day that you would most like to have. And obviously that's going to include accepting some responsibility and undertaking to make progress on those things that you have to make progress on to keep your life from collapsing into chaos. But it should also mean that you schedule in activities that make you actually want to have that day. And so if you're using a schedule properly, that it can be your friend. And that can also be something that can increase your capacity to concentrate. And then I would say, well, if you're, if you're very scattered, then you can start to train yourself. You might say, well, um, I need to learn to read without distraction. So maybe what you do, you say, okay, well, for the next week, I'm going to read 10 minutes a day, and I'm going to try to limit the distractions. And if you're successful at that, then you could try 12 minutes a day. And if you're successful at that, you could try 15 minutes a day. And the trick is to set a goal for yourself that is slightly beyond your current level of performance, enough to be challenging, enough to be worthwhile if you accomplished, but not so difficult that you're likely to fail. 
and then practice incrementally day by day trying to inculcate the habits that you want to inculcate and assume that it'll take you a number of months or even a number of years in order to become very fluent at the habit. The, the important thing is to start improving incrementally because incremental improvement pays off like uh, compound interest. And so I would also say that the trajectory that you're on is more important than your starting point. And, and that's also an extraordinarily optimistic observation because it means that direction is more important than current position. And, and I mean, current position matters, obviously, but it, I don't think it does matter as much as direction. If you want to learn to concentrate more, define what constitutes concentration, break it into micro habits, and then start practicing instantiation of those micro habits. Make a plan. Look at what you're interested in. Get disciplined about something. Allow for the possibility that you have something important to contribute to the world and that the world would be a lesser place without that contribution. Don't be afraid of taking on responsibility. It's where you find what sustains you in your life. You can take on too much responsibility. You, you have to be cautious in that regard, but that's a less common problem than not taking on enough. A lot of the things that people regard as traps are actually the means to their life. The unconscious contains habits, once voluntary, now automatized and dissociated elements of the personality, which may lead a parasitic existence. That's an interesting one. I would relate that more to procedural memory. You know, so what you've done is practice certain habits, whatever they might be, let's call them bad habits, and you'd like those things to get under control, but you can't. So maybe when you're speaking, for example, you use like and you know, and you say, um, a lot. And you've practiced that, so you're really good at it, and you'd like to stop it, but you don't get to, because you've built that little machine right into your being, right? It's neurologically wired, and it's not under conscious control, and anything you practice becomes that. It becomes part of you, and, and that's another element of the unconscious.